This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Switch hitter batting from the left side. Here's the 1-2. Swing and a miss. There's the curveball, and there's strike three. Lance McCullers strikes out the side. This, and we go to the bottom of the second inning, is another Astros podcast. Astros nothing, Indians nothing. Here's the 0-2. He reaches for this one, pops it up. Foul territory, a long run. McCullers is the man there, and he makes the catch. Lance McCullers all the way from the pitcher's mound. Snags it in foul territory. And when you sniff out as a pitcher, you'll take it yourself any day of the week. Bregman had no chance. He was way away from it. So through four innings, nobody has reached for the Indians. We'll go to the bottom half of the fourth. It's the Indians nothing, Astros nothing. Hands over the head, the 3-2. And Cabrera lifts this out in the center. Coming in now is Springer waiting for it to come down. He squeezes it, and it's another 1-2-3 inning for Lance McCullers. He's been perfect through five, and we go to the bottom of the fifth. Astros nothing, Indians nothing. You know, McCullers was playing catch with his buddy Garrett Cole in between starts. Cole noticed when he was throwing his curveball that he was stepping more across his body than his other pitches. Thought that might be the reason why he was struggling with his curveball his last few outings. So they went back to the film. They noticed, yeah, that's what I have been doing. So he's been working on stepping more directionally toward home plate to make that a, a habit. It takes a little while, but it, it seems like it's starting to show up. Seems like that stride has become uniform with all of his pitches so far tonight. The 2-2 to Kipnis. And that's hit foul down the right field line and into the Honda Club level. Isn't it amazing how you can fall into bad habit mechanically like that yeah. it is yeah you know, i'm not saying this is the reason but yeah a lot of times it, it it happens so innocently just playing catch and not paying attention to what you're doing sometimes can lead to a bad habit too and kipnis lines this in the right that's a base hit first base runner for the indians tonight and jason kipnis is on the lead off the six you know you can go to a little league game and before the game, if you look down the right field line and down the left field line and see which team plays catch the best, you can usually tell who's going to win, win the game. The 24-year-old Lance McCullers Jr. Checks the runner on second now. Here's the pitch. That ball's hit well to right field. Racing it down is Reddick. He'll make it. That's out number three. Pretty good wood on it by Cabrera. But Reddick up to the opportunity to get that third out, and they strand two. We'll go to the bottom of the seventh inning. No score with the Indians and Astros. The 1-0. Bashes one. Right center field. Deep into the pit. It's 2 nothing. Boy, he just had the feeling that McCann was about to kill one. Good A-B after good A-B. Finally got a pitch he could pull. And he sent it into the night. Top of the eighth inning, the Astros have taken a 2 to nothing lead over the Indians. Once again, here's Robert. Thank you, Steve. Will Harris now into the game for the Astros. Boy, Lance McCullers was fantastic tonight. Just one hit, shutout ball against the Indians. Two walks, 
and eight strikeouts needed 96 pitches and found his curveball. Boy, did he ever. Greg Allen, great speed at first. Here's the 0 2. Swing and a miss. Got him on a changeup. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night to Francisco Lindor. Indian Strand 1. And we go to the bottom of the eighth inning. Astros 2. Indians nothing. Here's the 0 2. And Reddick drills this one out into right center field. Allen on his horse. He won't get there as that one will hop off the wall. Bregman scores. Reddick is tearing for third. They're going to say it bounced over the wall. So that's a ground rule double for Josh Reddick. The run still counts. And it's 3 to nothing Astros. Boy, how about that for an 0-2 knock? Terrible pitch by Olsen. Ahead in the count that much. And the Astros, who have been struggling with runners in scoring position, mightily come through big in the eighth inning. Ken Giles now into the ball game for the Astros. Right-hander 0-1. He's 7 for 7 in save chances. 3.77 ERA in 16 games. Potential tying run on deck. 2-0. And that's grounded sharply into the shift. Altuve fields it in short right. Throws to first in time. And that is the ball game. The Houston Astros take two out of three in the series as they defeat the Indians tonight by a final of three to one. Well, the series win is huge. Uh, maybe a mental hurdle against the Cleveland Indians who had gone 24 at 10 against the Astros coming into this series since the Astros came over to the American League. Only the second time the Astros have taken a series from Cleveland since joining the AL. Player of the game, Josh Reddick, a, a Big RBI double in the eighth inning to give the Astros a, a little bit of breathing room. And I know that had to feel good for you, Josh. You'd been out of the starting lineup the last couple of days with the, the left leg irritation. You, you come back in the starting lineup tonight, get a, a big hit off a lefty. Yeah, um, you know, kind of kind of been struggling at the plate, and, you know, with this inconvenience of what might be a spider bite, what might not. It, it's been frustrating because I haven't, you know, it's, it's different if you're hurt doing something on the field as opposed to doing something off the field. So it's been kind of frustrating to not be able to there, be able to be out here and help my, my teammates out. But, um, you know, that, that swing in, in the eighth, I think, was one of my bigger swings in the last two weeks. So it, it felt good. Um, just, you know, I was just trying to get my get the job done and actually was sitting on a curveball, but got, got lucky enough to get a fastball I could handle. Well, 0-2, after a couple of nasty pitches, you got to be thinking it's going to be a tough pitch and you get a cookie right on a tee for you. Do you ever think, man, pitchers are so stupid? Uh, I, mean, I, I got the idea. He's trying to sneak something by me. Obviously, he just missed his spot. And yeah. you know, that's the thing about this game is if good hitters don't miss mistakes. And um, fortunately, I didn't, I didn't miss that one. You know, like I said, I, I don't know why he threw me a fastball. Maybe the worry of a breaking ball in the dirt to get the run in. So maybe that's what it was. But that wasn't my mindset. My mindset was just stay back and, you know, just try to get some good hit. And I was actually trying to go to left field with it. I've been pulling off the ball. So I was just telling myself, think left field. And I need to do that more often because if I'm going to hit the ball out there like that to center field, then I can think left field more, a little bit more often. You're thinking breaking ball there and going the other way. You get a fastball and you turn on it. That that tells you a little something about your hands, doesn't it? Yeah, it's 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 confidence because you know when you when you're doing something at the plate and your your mindset's set on something totally different, you don't even think about the fastball. You just react to it. Uh, so I think that was that was my first, you know step in succession right there because I, I was that's cool staying on the baseball I told myself I was going to stay on the baseball and go the other way and just reacted in and, you know fortunately wasn't a guy throwing 95 it was a guy throwing 90 and I was able to get to it hey one, one last thing Josh uh, I know it's May but it has to feel good to, to get a series win against a quality team like the Indians for sure especially after we, the way we know you know we played them last year I think they won five out of six from us and uh, came actually here and swept us so for us to do it here at home and, you know, we get to go back and do it all again with them ne next week. It's, it's going to be a battle because these guys are good. They've proven that they're a good team over the last few years. And, 
uh, we can't let up against these guys, much less any other team. All right. Hey, Josh, thanks for joining us. Congratulations yeah. on the big hit. Thanks, guys. Lance McCullers. Yes. What did you think of it? I thought he, I thought he was exceptional, um, obviously. And, and, and with all of his pitches, I think that was the best breaking ball he's had in a number of starts. I think he continued to incorporate the changeup that he's got growing confidence in and then, and then even some fastballs that we've always known he has a good fastball, but he even finished some hitters uh, with some fastballs. So that, that you know, was a, a complete outing for him uh, to use his pitches the way that he did to really um, not give up anything. Got a little bit fatigued at the end. I think that's where the walks came from, but um, what an exceptional performance by him. You don't have to ask him. I mean, the feel from the very beginning, you could tell he, he the first couple he threw spun up there a little bit. They got some good swings on it, hit some balls hard. We ran it down. Um, and then the chase breaking ball started. It came back. So, I mean, I don't, he, whether he changed his grip a little bit or just got a good feel for it, it's a feel pitch. Um, he trusted it as, as he continued to get funky swings. And you could see the results come. Yeah, I mean, we you know we can talk about Lance a lot. Their guy was was you know was really tough. Especially we, we let him off the hook a little bit early in the game. We got a couple back to back hits and an aggressive mistake by if it's even called a mistake by Bregman. I mean, they, you got to challenge um, you know the the play there. We second and third would have been would have been excellent. But um, after that, we we really didn't get anything going at, at all because of the type of stuff that Carrasco was throwing. So um, when you get a leadoff hitter on base after after so many innings of of limited base runners, it feels awesome. It feels great. And it feels like you have something started that um, was going to create some some momentum for us. So uh, Marwin Bunt sets up, you know, a lot of different ways that we could get in the first run of the game, but but the two-run homer is probably the best way. A little bit. I mean, he's got four really good weapons. I mean, the fastball, he sprays around a little bit, doesn't use it a ton, but um, his secondary pitches goes falls right in line with with what Kluber can do and what um, their whole staff over there can really can really expose your your swings with some secondary pitches. So um, it didn't really surprise us because of how elite he is, but um, you know it's just a matter of what was working for him. It's 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 the reason why we want Lance to have multiple weapons to go to in case one's not quite getting the swings that you want. Carrasco showed a good reason why young pitchers should continue to develop pitches because you, you can't account for everything as a hitter. It's really hard to do, and, and especially when he's got the kind of stuff he has. Is there a relationship in your mind between the development of plans to start pitch and the economy of pitches he has in like 57, I think, in five innings? Yeah, well, I think a couple things happened. I mean, they were really aggressive, in there, and, and because he was in the strike zone, they put the ball in play. They put the ball in play softly. We made some pretty good defensive plays. Um, a couple of line drives that, that, were, that our outfield ran down. That combination of things really created an efficient outing for him. But um, because of their aggressiveness, then he could mix in a few early count change-ups and, and could move the ball around a little bit. When he got into put-away counts, he still had the power breaking ball. So that, um, it all goes together of being a complete pitcher. And, and tonight, he flashed exactly why, um, you know, why he's a really good pitcher. Yeah, you know he's he's really good at the game and, and does a lot of things and you know he's stolen a base already. He's made some defensive plays. He's obviously a, a really good at bat guy um, and and it, he's done this his whole career. This is not new. Uh, he just hasn't done it at this level because we haven't given him the opportunity. So I, you know, I applaud him for his patience. It's been tough a tough road for him overperforming AAA and not getting an opportunity here. 
he sees some at bats that are open for him. He's coming up, putting up really good at bats. You contribute like that on defense, and, and all of a sudden you see yourself uh, in in a more regular lineup. So, uh, really good first impression of this season. Even though we've we've come to expect some athleticism and some good at bats out of him. The Houston Astros Radio Network. Three one. And Springer drills this one pretty deep to left center field, and you can kiss that one goodbye. Robert Ford, Steve Sparks. This is big boy baseball. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 